People use all these different practices as a way to escape their reality. And the way that we are allowing ourselves to do that is also another form of bypassing. So can you bring yourself into a space of using your spirituality to ground you in and bring you back into your wholeness of yourself? If I leave you with anything, it is this. Allow yourself to actively listen. Allow yourself to set some firm boundaries that are not crossing the path of people-pleasing and overstepping the boundaries, but you're also allowing yourself to really come into the space of knowing what's in your present space. And the third one is allowing yourself to actively provide space for yourself. I'm Casey Warwick, and I'm the founder of The Undone Program and The Embodied Woman. I train and coach women how to embody their power in relationships and master true leadership in their business and life all over the world. You see, over the years, I have become passionate about showing women just how truly capable they are and the life that they can create when they understand their own power. And I guess it's through my own journey and my own understanding of learning what it takes to actually get there, that I am able to help unlock the secrets of it in other women. So this podcast is completely dedicated to bring you the conversations, insights, and the tools that will take the difference of what it actually means to step into your power as a woman. It will allow you to create the relationships you truly desire both internally and externally and show you what it takes to build the life and the career you truly desire through unlocking your own leadership styles. The Feminine Files leads the way in owning our feminine power. Hi ladies, it is I, Casey Warwick, your host for The Feminine Files. I am back with a juicy, juicy, juicy topic that I want to talk about today that I feel doesn't get enough exposure. And when I say it doesn't get enough exposure, I feel like those of us who have started to enter the spiritual world, we start to get caught up in this cycle and then we don't know how to come back down. So today I want to have a little bit of a chat about how When we start to really, really dive into the depths of spirituality, how can we make ourselves relatable? How can we bring ourselves back down to the reality of being human and allowing ourselves to actually just be with and sit with what is real for us without having to go up into all the woo-woo side of it and navigate and pull apart our entire lives? Because for most of us, and I know for myself personally, When I first started to enter the world of welcoming in spirituality into my daily practice, I allowed it to overtake me. I allowed it to truly, truly be the controller of my being and everything that I did now had to have a spiritual meaning. And whilst, yes, everything that you do do does have a spiritual meaning, it can often be hard to bring yourself back to a level of reality and knowing how to then move forward with it. So I want to have a bit of a chat about that and dive into it using a few of my own personal examples just to bring clarity in and I guess awareness into this space because this is one area that I truly dive into and yes, whilst I do teach spirituality and I do help a lot of my clients with this exact process, understanding the difference between between our own humanity and spirituality is the thing that's going to allow us to be grounded within self. And for most of us, we haven't yet actually taken the time out to have a look and go, is this my ego? Is this my spiritual self speaking? And we end up bypassing 
the actual part of us that is our birthright as humans to be here in this space. So if this is resonating with you, stay tuned because today I'm going to dive into a fair bit of just little experiences, as I said, because for me, I grew up in the logic world. I grew up in the whole, you know, we don't have money, so that's how we are. And everything that I did had to be worked hard for. And for me, it wasn't until I started adopting the spirituality practices within my own self that I was able to really disassociate from those old limiting beliefs and patterns in my own life. Now, when I say spirituality practices, I want to be really clear in something just for a moment. Because spirituality, to me, in my own space, and when I speak of it, I'm not speaking of religion. I am not speaking of a certain way of being, I am speaking of connecting into the self, of allowing yourself to be with whatever may be present for you in your time and space and knowing that in that time and space, you are wholly and solely in your sovereign being. So whatever that practice may look like for you, that is your spirituality practice. For me, it started in a space of meditation, of breath work, of allowing myself to journal, to come into those tiny little nooks that no one yet had seen of myself. But those things were the things that developed me. And as I started to dive deeper into those practices and I started to come across the people who had, you know, studied conspiracy theories and they had done these things where it was completely out there like the ayahuasca ceremonies and all these sorts of things, I started to almost pedestal these people who had been to different places. I started to really want to go there myself and become their so, in quotation marks, enlightened being that we so call for within ourselves that I wanted to only live in the light. I wanted my life to be all fluffy and rainbows and unicorns when I started to understand that by adopting spirituality into my own self and practice that I could become this great big fucking being that could achieve all but this is where I went wrong so this is why I want to talk to you about this today because I see this as a very very common thread within not only the personal development space but within our own self-growth journeys in a sense of our healing our trauma patterns all those sorts of things so for me I started getting to this space where I was really starting to consider myself enlightened. I started thinking of like constantly coming from a place of love. And if you haven't yet seen the scale of consciousness from Dr. David R. Hawkins, I was constantly referring back to that and going, you know, with any scenario, whether it made me angry or resentful or hold guilt or shame or any of those things, I would constantly almost shame myself for having any of the emotions that were below the line. And in doing so, I actually began to bypass my own spiritual up-leveling and my own spiritual journey. And this is why I teach the way I do now. Because in order for us to truly step into an embodied space, whether you be woman, man, whatever it may be, we must allow for those emotions and those experiences to be felt. Because in order to heal, we have to feel. And for me, I wasn't quite getting this concept. I wasn't grasping this. And what that in itself was also doing was making me unrelatable to the average person. And when I say average, I don't mean the less than. I mean just people in general. Because when we put ourselves in this box of, I never get angry or I control my anger. We're actually dehumanizing ourselves. Humans are designed to feel anger. We are designed to feel fear. We are designed to have these emotive states of anxiety. And the reason for that is because your nervous system is trying to test you and tell you certain things. 
Yes, have they been exploited over the years of social media? 100%. But these emotions, when we can start to connect in with them, are actually going to allow you to step into the depths of who you be, if you can feel them for what they actually are and actually start to understand why it's present for you rather than dismissing it. Now, if you followed my work for a while, you, you probably heard me use the word bypass holes. Now, these are the people that, in my personal opinion, I find they come into this space and they suddenly pedestal themselves when they've hit a certain level of spirituality. And if you're not spiritual like they are, you are less than. And this is something that I actually did myself. So when I say that these people are bypass holes, I'm speaking of a reference that I personally have lived and I became a bypass hole for quite some time. And I made myself unrelatable. I made myself not able to sit down at a family dinner and actually have a conversation with them because suddenly they were not on my level. And a lot of my clients that come into my space, this is the one conversation that we tend to have. Today's topic is purely about bringing awareness to that and knowing that you can be all the things, you can live an enlightened life, but can you do it with love and a place of complete respect for those who are not there on your path yet? And understanding that when we come into this space, you may be the teacher, you may be the mirror for someone, you may be the person to open the gateway for them, but you cannot shove them through that, okay? And understanding that beautiful little piece is the thing that's going to bring you back down to humanity because here's the thing, guys. Your human side, or let's talk woo-woo for a second, the 3D space of you, the part of you that's in the physical being, it's going to want to make people right or wrong, okay? That is the part of you that's going to judge others, that's going to pedestal yourself, that's going to absolutely 100% correct and disassociate from things that are not apparently on your in quotation marks again level right this human side is there to bring you back down to earth but what we do with that human side can be quite egoic and when we find ourselves in that space of egoic leadership we're pulling ourselves down and we're not allowing spirituality to come into play now the spiritual side of you it's going to know that all is perfect it's always going to know that you're gifted the exact experience at the time that your soul so requires but this is what people are now absolutely 100 percent disassociating the two and they're not allowing themselves to be in a moment of anger and know that it's perfect they are making themselves right or wrong they're having the all conversation rather than an and conversation and what i mean by that is allowing themselves to go i can be angry and happy at the same time i'm allowing myself to feel like yes i'm learning something here but also sit in guilt sometimes and it's not to say that this is something that we need to do all the time but the more that we allow ourselves to when that guilt comes in to feel it and go, why is this present for me? If I've actually experienced guilt in this moment now, is this reason for the guilt because of an underlying factor? Did I not step into my truth? Did I not leave those things that I didn't say unsaid? Like if I was able to say those, would I still have guilt? All these sorts of things. So it's allowing yourself to just be with what it is rather than dismissing and bypassing it. I want to give you a quick message before we get back to this episode. Are you looking for a tribe of like-minded women? You can get full access to my monthly workshops with me, my special guest speakers, among the sisterhood inside my monthly membership platform, The Sovereign Queen. In this membership, we teach you and guide you to become your most resourceful leader in your own life. Simply head over to www.casework.com for all the details and to secure your foundational membership price. See you there, sister. Okay, so the biggest way to bring yourself back to a sense of relatability and allowing yourself to be in what it is, is actually firstly 
allowing yourself emotive states, okay? So this is my first little pointer that I really want to bring home to you because the thing is, When we start to allow ourselves to, I guess you could say transcend, right? I have the tattoo on my arm about transcendence and how we come into this space of really allowing ourselves to lift up. We also have to remember that when we are transcending, the only way that we ever allow that message to be felt or heard or seen or brought in in another space is by welcoming someone into that rather than shutting them down for not being that. And the way that we welcome people in is not by telling them they need to be something. It's by being the example of I can be spiritual and I can still be present with you. I can be woke as some would say and still know that I can sit down and have a barbecue with others if they're eating meat and I don't. Like for me putting labels on what we are as a spiritual being is the quickest way to bypass and make yourself unrelatable to the outside world. And the minute that you've allowed yourself to disassociate because they're not on your level, you've actually taken away from the whole idea of what spirituality is, of us all being one. And you've once again created a deeper level of separation within yourself and the external world. So it's about allowing yourself to be with. And can you accept and love in the state of whatever that may be? And if that looks like anger. My personal experience just recently, I'd had a confrontation with my brother. He didn't believe in a way of being I had, and you know, I actually had him on this podcast. I was talking about one of my good friends who had found new ways to heal disease in the body. And I was talking about how, you know, when we take the body back to an alkalized state, it can start to heal the body when we start to work on the mindset and the actual healing the trauma and the things that are underlying the illness in the body and he didn't want to have a bar of that he was just like no you're wrong blah, 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 blah. and it ended up being in this big argument because i went deeply into my human side as well and i was like well no you're wrong for not listening to me and allowing myself just to be in that argument and not having shamed myself for it the next day we were able well it was like a couple days later it was like yeah love you love you and it was easy it was we both accepted that we both had different opinions we were both angry at each other but it didn't have to be a big thing that carried on for ages because understanding that we both have completely different views of the world and knowing that even with your view of the world i'm still gonna love you that is where the difference is so i use that as an example because most people they'll go into a confrontation with family or relatives or friends and because they have a different viewpoint, they've then decided as to whether or not they love someone by that viewpoint. And this is where the conditions of love become so wishy-washy that we're not allowing ourselves to actually just be with spirituality in itself. So when it comes to being relatable and allowing yourself to step back in and just be with the entire being of I'm here and I'm there and I'm all of it, it comes back to being able to have a conversation with someone without making them right or wrong, right? If we are able to actually sit and listen and actively listen, we're going to shift the way that we start to present ourselves to the world and we can start to make a small little movement. So my question for you is, can you actually, no matter how deeply and deeply seated your beliefs are, can you sit and listen to someone who doesn't have those beliefs without judgment and i don't mean to shame when i say this but what i mean by that is can you allow them the space to actually see why they have those beliefs can you allow yourself to see why they have those beliefs 
And rather than making it wrong or right, allow yourself just to go, uh-huh, okay, I get it, I see. Because this is where we start to come into the relatability, right? And being able to just go, okay, cool, I can put that aside and still be here and love on them, that's a totally different thing. Now, I want to be very clear when I'm talking about this because as you start to develop who you are and you start to find your own boundaries and your own strategies in which you've once dealt with, uh, like let's say, for example, people-pleasing or domestic issues or all those sorts of things, you're going to start to realize that certain people are no longer a fit for your life. And when I say being relatable and being able to come back in and relate with these people, there's a fine line between being relatable and actually choosing what you want in your life. So for example, if you were on drugs and you were hanging out with people who were still associated and living that lifestyle and you had now chosen that you did not want to be on drugs, going back to that environment and trying to be relatable is actually not going to serve you. It's looking at it from a real perspective of discernment and allowing yourself to go okay if I can still love them but do I actually want to be in this space do I want to bring myself into this space and so this is where we get to bring that level of awareness in coming complete and being able to differentiate and pull back when the time is no longer provided for you in that space and when we can allow that that's when we truly step into our power. So understanding your boundaries as well. Like, And a lot of people look into spirituality and they come into this space of going, oh, you know, but I can do it all and I'm all accepting. And there's this other side of like bypassing where they just want to be with everything. And it's also this small matter of like being with everything can also mean losing yourself because if you try to be all the things, you're also not going to find your way either. This massive massive contrast of you know separation versus integration of all the things but when we play on the outskirts of this and it's almost like think of it as a scale if we go too far one way we're not allowing ourselves to be with our human experience and our spirituality we're not allowing expansion all we're doing is playing a game of tug of war so can you picture yourself as the humanness guiding you as to what you need to learn on this earth plane and your spirituality being the thing that what is going to transcend the humanness from you and letting them play together can you let spirit and body work in its magic to bring you the lessons that you need but also know how to step into your power with it that is my question for you and stepping into your power requires three simple little things it requires boundaries it requires you actually really allowing yourself to actively listen so you can see what is around you that is not actually giving you the what should i say giving you the power or the source to truly connect in with yourself because when we start to actively listen we see what's in our environment so first one is boundaries second one is actively listening and the third one is allowing yourself space to integrate right for any of my clients or any of the people who have worked with me in a space of coming into like a close proximity, the one big thing that I talk into is space. And I don't mean spaces in like go and sit down and be quiet. I mean like what are you doing to allow yourself to actually integrate this? Are you bringing yourself back to your practices that keep you grounded or are you using your practices to distract you? Now this is a big part of what I personally believe is wrong with the spiritual world, okay? People use all these different practices as a way to escape their 
their reality. And the way that we are allowing ourselves to do that is also another form of bypassing. So can you bring yourself into a space of using your spirituality to ground you in and bring you back into your wholeness of yourself? So today, if I leave you with anything, it is this. Allow yourself to actively listen. Allow yourself to set some firm boundaries that are not crossing the path of, you know, people-pleasing and overstepping the boundaries, but you're also allowing yourself to really come into the space of knowing what's in your present space. And the third one is allowing yourself to actively provide space for yourself. And that may be in the form of meditation or that may be in the form of journaling or whatever it is. But I'm talking quiet time. I'm talking about if you're one of those people who go out and you're going to sound healing every single day because you need that calm, there's a deeper layer of work for you here because you're not actually in the space of going, this is what's grounding me. You're in the space of being distracted, okay? And so it's a very big difference between understanding what your spiritual practice is doing for you in a sense of really grounding in and what your spiritual practice is doing in a sense of literally tuning out. And if you want to be relatable in this world, you need to know how to bring yourself back in. And bringing yourself back in requires a depth that sometimes is not so deep. Sometimes it's just actually sitting with what is and acknowledging that that's what it is rather than sitting there and trying to pull apart and find the story and the answer behind it. So if there's anything I give you today, know this. If you start listening and seeing what's in your environment, you'll start looking and seeing what life you're building. Allow yourself the absolute truth behind the conversations that happen in your space and see what is being created for you, around you, and manifesting in your space now to see the life that you're actually building and whether or not you're actively spiritually bypassing. If you are switching off and people have conversations with you and you're not actively listening, but you're so called enlightened, I would dare say that there's some level of yourself that needs to come back into introspect and actually be present because you can go to all the realms in the world. You can do all the things, but if you can't be here on this earth and in this space with the people you love, then there's some more work for you to do. (laughs) 